This is Anton Notes, and this is Anton. This is episode 40. We're going back to the TARDIS, and we're going to still continue our adventures with Peter Capote. This is part three, okay? This season was the end of his uh, season, and it's, incidentally, it is the last Christmas special that they ever did. I, I don't know why they stopped doing Christmas specials, but this was the reason why. So let's start get into it. The pilot, okay? So the doctor is hiding in a uh, school a, a, as a college professor. Imagine having the doctor as a college professor. So a young girl named Billy finds out this about this mysterious uh, course, and it's the doctor. And she also finds out that this girl has kind of been turned into a puddle of water. Turns out she's an alien pilot that can... Um, to pilot anything. So her and the, the doctor eventually team up and he decides to take her all over the universe. We also find out he's got somebody locked up inside a mysterious vault and he's uh, hiding there for some reason. So at the end of that episode, we were to, uh, go to Smile. Remember the Happiness Patrol? This is kind of like that. These robots... Uh, kill you if you don't have a good attitude. This is somewhere into the into the future on an alien world. So the doctor and Billy uh, uh, visit that thin ice. The doctor and Billy London during the time the River Thames froze over and they solve a mystery together. Knock knock. David Duchet plays a mysterious owner of an inn with these alien lice. That eats away at anything, and it has some kind of mysterious uh, hold over this uh, this guy. Now, who the heck is David Duchet, you may say to me, and why did I bring him up? Well, he's a very prominent English actor, and if you're a fan of mystery, and if you're a fan of Agatha Christie, then you know who he is. He is the greatest Hercule Poirot ever. We also get a descendant of Harry Sullivan, too, in this episode. And uh, he's terrific in this. He once appeared in the uh, Avengers, the not the Avengers that you're thinking of, the other Avengers, Steed and M. Appeal, and he was uh, one of the bad guys, and he said that was one of his first jobs, he said. But then he got to be Hercule Poirot, the uh, Belgian detective, and he's probably one of the best. When you... When you want to watch that, I say watch him because he is the best one. And then Oxygen. Remember that movie a few years ago with uh, Sandra Bullock and uh, all, all these uh, other fellas when they were stuck in outer space and they are trying to get back to Earth and all these crazy things happened? This is similar to that. So, like, Oxygen in this world is... Uh, valuable so even air because if you're trying to get around in space if you don't have any air in the suit you you die so the doctor and billy are visiting there but oxygen is an extra long supply then extremities alien monks take over earth and the doctor is called in sort of by the pope but these alien monks are basically slowly taking over earth and and billy thinks 
the, the doctor has joined the monks. So Pyramid at the End of the World, that continues that story. Uh, it looks like the doctor has joined the monks and that uh, Billy seems like she's the only one that can stop him. And uh, the lie at the in, of the the lie of the land. Say that three times fast. Billy goes in search of the doctor in order to save him from the monks. We eventually find out who's in that vault. By the way, uh, Empress of Mars. Now these are the type of stories I like. I like stories where the doctor goes to an alien planet, and then there's uh, some kind of weirds goings on. We meet an old alien or another uh, alien life form or there's some kind of weird thing going on and the doctor helps solve it. So the emperors of Mars, they find a group of Victorian uh, soldiers from Great Britain and they're working with an ice warrior and they're stuck on Mars, kind of like John Carter of Mars. And there is an empress of Mars. So this is a direct link to the monster and the uh, uh, the curse of Paladin, where the Ice Warriors join the Intergalactic uh, Alliance. And it was written by a guy who was a huge Doctor Who fan. Then the Eaters of the Light, the Doctor and Billy find out what really happened to a group of lost uh, Roman soldiers. This entire legion just vanished. And no one really knows what happened to them. So the doctor finds out and Billy finds out what the source of this mystery. And the world enough and time. We find out Missy is the one that's in the vault. And the doctor is trying to like rehabilitate her from being a bad guy or a bad girl to being a good person. And she... Uh, so... When instead of the doctor coming out of the TARDIS, she comes out of the TARDIS and she says, I'm Missy, I'm a time traveler, and I'm here to save you and help you out. We Billy goes and gets shot by a ray gun. She falls over. They take her into the, what, the spaceship. Eventually, the Missy and the doctor and this uh, manservant that's with him, he's the same fellow that he cut out of the big uh, robot. And he joins him through all these adventures as the doctor's uh, gentleman's gentleman. When uh, they uh, pull uh, Billy out, she eventually finds they find out that this ship is from Mondas. Now, if you don't know what that is, Mondas is the Cyberman's home planet, and the ship is sort of making that entrance. So there's all these patients and all these mysterious people that are waiting to like be converted because they're all in pain. And Billy is now inside this cyber suit. At the end of this episode, uh, a Cyberman appears and the doctor's like, a Mondasian Cyberman. So the doctor falls. He finds out Billy's in this suit. And we also find out that this mysterious older man with long hair and a long beard, he takes all of that off and he uh, says, do you like disguises? I like disguises. And he takes them all off and it's the master. And he says, I'm very worried about my future. So the two masters or master and Missy team up against the doctor. He begs them 
to use to combine all their Time Lord skill because the Cybermen are coming and they're going to destroy this uh, one planet. So, eventually, they, uh, they, they turn on each other, of course, and I'm going to regenerate and become you. No. And that's it. So the doctor gets hurt and he's going to regenerate. Billy is washed out of the Cyberman suit by the pilot and she takes the TARDIS and flies it to safety. And she, he's like, you can fly the TARDIS? And she's like, I'm a pilot. I can do anything. I can fly anything. Oh. So they go off together on many adventures along with the uh, manservant. The doctor uh, is, is regenerating, but he doesn't want to regenerate. So in the last, the very last Christmas special, Twilight Upon Time, the doctor's TARDIS lands in a snowy field outside uh, a, a base uh, in Antarctica, and they, he runs into the first doctor. And he's like, my TARDIS, you've done it up. I don't like it. So he's about to regenerate and become the second doctor, and he doesn't want to either. So the TARDIS takes them to uh, just before the Christmas truce in World War One, and we run into that same fellow that's the big opt- uh, big opt- Doctor Who fan. He plays the Brigadier's, one of his descendants. And the Doctor's like, of course you are. Who else would you be? So they help save him and they bring about the Christmas truce. And he takes this, uh, they, they run into Rusty again. And we, well, it's a pretty good episode. It's a fun, a fun episode. And at the end, the doctor realizes that he has to regenerate. And so he takes the first doctor back to work. He says, will they remember me? He says, oh, doctor, they will always remember you. And he when he regenerates, he says, always be fair, always be kind, don't eat pears. He also says something really nice to at the end of this episode. He says, uh, this is a battlefield and everyone has fallen. And so he says, doctor, I let you go. And he regenerates and... Turns into, yeah, we already know, the 13th Doctor, the first female Doctor. Some people were upset about this. Some people were like, Jodie Whittaker, can she be the Doctor? Can anyone be the Doctor? Mm, that's questions we'll have to answer. Now, they're in the middle of doing the uh, new uh, specials, and we will get another New Year's special when this is over. So when uh, that concludes, I will come back to Doctor Who and talk about all of Jodie Whittaker's uh, last seasons. As December is upon us, as I've been teasing, we'll talk about Christmas specials. We'll talk about Rankin Bass. We'll talk about Scrooge. We'll talk about uh, the uh, all, all the other wonderful Christmas specials. Charlie Brown, The Grinch, Ziggy. I'm going to talk about a rare Ziggy uh, Christmas special, which is really beautiful, and a lot of people should. That will definitely get you in the Christmas spirit. As for more Doctor Who, I'll just talk about briefly here the Doctor Who 
uh, Evil of the Daleks is out on DVD right now, okay? Is it worth buying, and is it add, to add to your wonderful Doctor Who collection? Yes. Is it the best Doctor Who uh, Dalek story? Maybe. Uh, it has to pick up right where the Faceless Ones leaves off. The Doctor is trailing the TARDIS to a Victorian man who seems to have all these links to the Victorian period. Turns out he was from there, and he's working for the Daleks. The Daleks want the human factor so that they can make become invincible. So is the Doctor willing to do that and give them new electronic brains and turn Daleks into humans? And can Daleks turn people into Daleks? I think there's a lot of uh, uh, use here in the uh, brand new series that they use in, in this as well. So we'll come back next time with we'll start Christmas and a lot of other wonderful ideas. And I'll see you again on another Anto Knows.